Welcome into the Harvest Friends. We are here to bring you the confidence and clarity you need to be a disciple and make disciples in the everyday places of life. I'm Abigail and I'm here with Andrew and Keith. Hey guys. Hey Abigail, how's it going? It's going pretty good. So we are, um, I guess, in the, no, it's only, it's only the beginning. <laughs> I was going to say the second half of January. Maybe not. Um, this episode is brought to you in the second half of, Janu- of January. But, it just uh, feels like the second half of January. Already. <sighs> it's the longest month. But let's talk about 2020. The most exciting thing that's happening this year at Into the Harvest is that Keith is having a baby. He's not personally true. having a baby. Yes. <laughs> we got to drop the details on the podcast. Sorry, we've been keeping it on the low for a while, but my <laughs> wife Stephanie is about six months pregnant. We're having a boy. We're going to name him Joseph because every Joseph in the Bible had an amazing story and an amazing bond <laughs> with God. So we like the name too. It was the only one we agreed upon. So Joseph, 2020. It's a great name. It's a great name. And you're throwing it out there that way. None of our listeners will name their children Joseph. He's already claimed it. <laughs> Um, that is, he is the one and only Joseph of 2020. 2020. So that's exciting. Oh. Man, we're so excited. So she's doing well. Everything's going according yeah, to. Yeah, she is. Health. She's handling it well, like a lot of indigestion, but uh, yeah. not as much nausea at this point. So that's been really cool. Oh. So she's, she's, she's doing good. Does she know about the, like, the mint flavored Tums? No. Not, not the berry flavored, wow, the mint flavored. Man, Those that's good advice. Those are clutch in a <laughs> yeah, pregnancy situation. she doesn't like situation. the berries. We've been doing a lot of apples, so maybe we'll look into the mint, mint flavor. That sounds pretty good. Oh, man. I ate those suckers like candy. I should have been sponsored. Um, so, yeah, and that's that's free. That's a free tip from Into the Harvest, <laughs> Abigail, to all of you out there who are suffering from indigestion and pregnancy simultaneously. Um, okay, guys. Well, um, we'll bring you our full uh newborn parenting tips on a further episode Keith. so just stay tuned for that but in the meantime we are continuing our series of building a better year and we started by sharing with you how to set and achieve meaningful goals and then last week we talked about how to cultivate high impact habits as a disciple and then this week we're talking about winning the morning and how that can help you win the entire day I'm pretty sure Andrew came up with that title because he is a morning person. <laughs> also but all about winning. Winning. So Winning. Hashtag winning. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Before we get started, we have a couple of announcements. Um, Andrew, you want to share those with everyone listening? Yeah. Well, the main announcement is that we are going to be starting a weekly email that we will send out called Harvest Highlights. And like this podcast, the purpose of Harvest Highlights is to bring you inspiration and ideas to help you live and share your faith in the everyday places of life. Um, This thing is going to be designed to be very uh, minimalistic, which means you should be able to open it, quickly scan it. There'll be links to different topics or resources and tools. And if you see something in there that you think would would help you follow Jesus more faithfully or make disciples more effectively, then you can quickly 
click on that and go deeper in that topic or check out that resource. And if not, then it shouldn't take you very long to look through the email. So if you would be interested in receiving that, we're going to start sending it at the end of January. But you need to sign up because we're not going to send it to anyone who doesn't sign up for it. Um, and you can do that by going to our website, intotheharvest.org slash newsletter. Let us know that you want to receive it and you will get the inaugural email of Harvest Highlights that's going to come out on the last Sunday of January. So I hope a lot of our listeners and our community will check that out. And uh, I think it's going to be something that really helps people going forward here in 2020. So check it out. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And thanks, Zach, for coming up with the final name. I think it's pretty good. So, oh, yeah. Uh, we're, yeah, it's going to be be awesome. So guys, sign up for sure. All right. So um, today, as promised, we're going to be talking about how to win the morning um, and why it's so important for us to learn to be more consistent about our mornings. Um, probably at least half of you are like, maybe we should just sleep through the morning and miss <laughs> it completely because mornings are lame. And that's how I feel. I'm not a morning person, but <laughs> see, Keith is shaking his head as well. So, Keith, why should us night owls care about this at all? Well, we? you're going to wake up at some point in the morning, you know, and uh, <laughs> we all want to start our, our day off on the right foot. And uh, I'm telling you, I've gotten especially not good at this over the years. So that's going to be our topic this morning about winning the morning. Okay, so Andrew, why is it so important for us to win the morning? <laughs> well, like Keith said, um, all of us are going to get up at some point in the day. And so it's really uh, a question of how you start off the day. Whatever time the, the clock says when you roll over and look at it, that's the beginning of your day. And so winning the morning or winning the start of the day is really about setting the tone for the rest of the day. And what we do in those first moments of the day really can carry forward throughout the day. I also think that it's about um, putting first things first. And so what we're going to be talking about today is how to make sure that the first things that you do in the day actually sync up with what you say are your highest values. And that's that's really important because if if you can give yourself to your highest values at the very beginning of the day, then that really brings alignment with your life uh, as you go into the rest of the day. And the last thing that I would say for those of us who have faith is that it can give us perspective and peace. And so to, to be consistent in, like we're going to talk about today, can help you as you launch into your day to have that perspective and to not just feel like you're rushing from one thing to the next and also have uh, peace. So peace of heart and I would say perspective of mind are two things that result when you become consistent at winning the morning like we're going to be talking about the day. So I think those are three really good reasons. I don't know uh, how you guys feel about it, but if um, if you could start off every day with that as your foundation, then regardless of when you get up, I think that that will be uh, something that makes your life a lot better. No, absolutely, Andrew. And I was being too harsh. Mornings can't have value. So um, <laughs> <laughs> we are going to talk about that today. So I think our um, our basic plan is to just give you four simple tools or tips or whatever you want to call them that will hopefully help you, whether you're a morning person or not, to really start with intentionality and really 
um, have a morning that can set you up for success for the rest of the day. So, uh, Keith, why don't you get us started with our first tip? Our first tip is to prepare the night before. You don't want to start planning the day of something I am so guilty of doing uh, because you save so much time in the morning when you uh, you set your alarm, you have your clothes laid out, you know what's going on in the morning. So that time is not conquered by in the morning. I'm going to be doing all of these things. So it starts at night. So whatever it looks like for you to get prepared to text whoever you got to text to set up the appointment to make sure you have that that early morning available for the things of God. And uh, I uh, do this so many times where if I just pick up my clothes the night before, that's at least 15 minutes because in the morning I'm scrambling, <laughs> my brain's not working. Like <laughs> The clothes is like the biggest thing, you know, aside from the alarm. Like put your clothes aside, just pick up the clothes you got for the day. If you're not that stylish, it's five minutes. So, uh, I mean, yeah, this that's... monochromatic outfit you're wearing right now <laughs> exactly. is really hard to pick out. You're exactly. like, what's going to go with this black hat and right? this black hoodie? I just don't even nope. know. Black pants? I'm not sure. Exactly. None of this is accidental. <laughs> All premeditated, guys. Started the night before. So. You did this last night. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, that actually reminds me of um, in Exodus 34, kind of a famous chapter where God calls Moses to, to come up in the morning and to meet with him on the top mm. of Mount Sinai. Um, but what he actually tells him, the first thing that he tells him is be ready by morning. And so God wants to meet with Moses in the morning but the first thing that he actually commands Moses to do is be ready, be ready. by morning. Yeah. And I think that that's uh, so key because it, it really is true. Like if you, it's, it's the old saying of if you, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And um, it's cliche, but I've seen it happen so many times mm-hmm. when it comes to starting off with a consistent morning routine. It really does start the night before. And so whether it's laying out, my clothes, which I also do, or um, honestly, for me, one of the biggest mistakes I make in not preparing the night before is that I just don't go to bed at a consistent time, oh, or I stay up late because I'm trying to. I'm a real activity person, so if I can squeeze just a little bit more out of the day and have some some sort of activity that I'm enjoying, um, so being indisciplined the night before mm-hmm. always carries over into the morning after. So. Yeah, that's a good point. I I mean, and also as a night person, I will say that use the time where you are the most energetic, and use that for your benefit. Uh, so do all your cleaning the night before, so your house is nice hmm. and set and ready to go. Get everything organized. Um, I'm apparently the only one on our team that doesn't get my little outfit together, but. Um, <laughs> And I'm a girl, so I don't even know what I'm doing wrong. Like, you guys are wearing T-shirts and pants. Like, what more do you need? What is happening over there? I'm going to need everyone to respond to this. This this is going to change your world, Abigail. Yes, the coffee maker, too. If you prepare the coffee the night before, I I haven't done this, but Steph did it a couple nights ago, and it was great because I woke up, pressed the button, coffee was there. Five minutes right there. Yeah. I got married is what I did. I got (laughs) married and I have a husband who gets up and makes me coffee. Oh, Oh, man. Hashtag winning on my part. Okay, Andrew, tell us the (laughs) second second thing we should do. Yeah. So the second thing that will help you win the morning and develop a consistent morning routine is to script your first hour. And this is going to sound so type A, but um, stay with me. Go with me on this one. And I have not always done this, but I have been doing it for a few years now. And 
I think it's really helped me get more out of the morning, but also get more out of my day. And not just more in terms of more accomplished, but um, my experience of living life throughout the day has been uh, richer, is what I would say. So the quality has gone up, not just the quantity. Um, but Abby, I'm going to go with a football analogy here. So brace yourself. Um, it's pretty well known that uh, most NFL teams will script the opening drive. So if they receive the opening kickoff, they have actually pre-planned a certain number of plays. It could be 10, 15 plays. Um, and they've actually practiced that throughout the week leading up to the game. And one of the reasons why they do that is because they really want to play to their strengths. Um, they want to prepare. And also, if they can be successful in the, the first drive of the game, it actually influences the rest of the game. So if you if you receive the ball and you go three and out, then immediately as as an offense, as a team, you're playing behind. Even though the score is zero to zero, um, the fact that you were unsuccessful with your opening drive um, is actually a pretty big psychological blow and it's time management. I won't get into all the details, but yeah. So in the same way, you and I can script the, the first hour of our day. And so I would say, think through what are you going to do when you roll out of bed? What's going to happen next and next for the first hour? What do you want to do? How do you want to spend your time? And then actually write it down. So don't just think it through but write it out each step and and give time allotments to it. So just if, if you're not someone who is particularly scheduled um, or detailed like that, just, just try it. It doesn't have to be like 10 things. It'll probably end up being three or four things that you're going to do in that first hour. But go ahead and write them down. Put, put time limits next to them. And it'll actually help you stay on track uh, the first hour. So let me give one quick example that I think a lot of our listeners might relate to. So let's say you wake up and you brush your teeth and you've got a plan to make coffee and maybe you're going to read your Bible, but what is the first thing that most people probably do in the morning? Check their phones. They pick up their phone and they look at it and they see several notifications. Maybe someone texted, maybe uh, some social media app has has given them a notification, and then they begin to to look through those. And very easily, you can spend 15, 20 minutes just wasting time. Basically, if you have a script that you that you know you're going to follow for the first hour, you can still check those notifications. You're just going to do it after the first hour. You're going to get around to it, but it's not going to be the first thing that you do because again. You want your first activities to be in alignment with your highest values and your highest values are probably not surfing the internet. So second thing that you can do is to script your opening drive, script the first hour of your day. That's good. And I will say um, that that is very reasonable and makes a lot of sense mm -hmm. unless you have little tiny children. In which case, I'm going to just go ahead and give you a free pass. Um, as a fellow mother, we just really genuinely never know how much time it's going to take 
for that four-year-old to eat that bowl of cereal. So um, I I think it's still a really worthwhile thing to put into place. Just know that you're going to have variables that are going to change your really thought-out plan. Um, I'm just going to throw it in there that I the first hour is actually 100% devoted to getting my kids ready for the day and out the door, and that's then when my hour starts. So um, there can be a throwaway hour of when you're – actually conscious and in the world, but you haven't gotten to start your hour yet. And that's okay. So, um, you know, you work around what works for you. And then when your own hour starts, um, the next tip that we're going to give you is make sure that the highest priority as believers is the highest priority of your time. And so that is very much needs to be your time in the word and in prayer. Um, I, I think this is also where a plan is really important. So if you have never been consistent in the Bible, like don't wait until the day of to be like, where should I start? You know, what book of the Bible should I pick? Um, just find a plan and come up with something that is going to be doable for you. It doesn't have to be, you know, six chapters a day. It can be one or two. It can be four. Um, whatever is going to work for you. Um you know, make that plan before you get started and then um, allow yourself um, the amount of time that you think it will take to get that done. And really, I think it is so much more doable to have time in the word and time in prayer when we make it a, a chunk that is, you know, we can bite off ourselves. Um, it doesn't have to fill that whole hour, but when we make it intentional and we're not just like scattered and like, oh, maybe I should do that. And then I think it can be really quality time, which is what really what we're going for, right? So definitely putting our phones away and having something to write with. We've talked about, and I think it was our first episode of the season, we talked about the value of writing things down. This is very much mm. the same when we're spending time with the Lord. Um, anytime I get something good out of the word, um, I will go so far as to write out the verses that the Lord showed me that day, just because it sticks in my brain a lot better throughout the day if I've written it down. Um, so, you know, have a journal, have a pad of paper, something you can write on. Um, and then, you know, I personally, I mean, this is also where the children come into play. If you have little ones, this is when Jesus created screen time. Um, I'm pretty sure that's the only reason he created it for, but this is the time when Daniel Tiger and like everything on PBS was made for this. So just so you know, that's, that's my personal opinion. Uh, <laughs> PBS will be reaching out to us shortly. Um, but I, I truly believe like you can, um, you can, definitely do this hour before your children wake up, but I already told you I wasn't a morning person. So <laughs> the, you know, spoiler alert, I did not get up before them. So in that, in that respect, um, it is, you know, you can find ways to get them distracted, um, have them do something else. And I think it's actually really cool that my kids know what I'm doing over in the corner and, uh, they know not to bother me and they see, um, uh, my husband and I, spending time in the word and in prayer. And, uh, and in that way, we're also modeling it for them. So that's what I tell myself so I don't have to get up before them. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. So once again, and just to kind of reiterate, um, that time in the word and in prayer really is going to set the stage. Um, it's going to get our hearts and our minds aligned, 
with everything else that we're going to do today. We may have all kinds of things, um, you know, planned out and prepared and on the agenda and our goals. But if we haven't aligned it um, with the word of the of God and we haven't spent time in prayer, then, you know, it really it's it's all worthless. I don't think that's too much of an overstatement. OK, Andrew, what's the last thing? All right. Well, the fourth thing that you can do with your morning routine that will help you be set up for success and win the day is you can preview the day or sometimes I'll describe this as mapping out my day. And so after I have spent time drawing near to God and and allowing him to draw near to me, I spent that time in the scripture, in meditation and in prayer, then I do want to turn my eyes and, and look ahead to, well, what's what am I walking into? And there's a great verse in Psalm 37, verses 4 and 5, actually, which says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. Um, and so this is really, this fourth point is about acknowledging him in all of our ways and trusting him to make our paths straight. And so the way that I'll do that is I'll actually think through the day and I use a Google Calendar. So it's at this point that I actually pick up my phone for for the first time in the day. Um, but even even then, I have I've learned to hack over the last few months that's really been helping me, which is to there's a feature on your phone called Do Not Disturb. Did you guys know about this? Yes. <laughs> I did not know about this. <laughs> and, but great. Good tip, Andrew. And <laughs> other folks here may, may be slow like me. Yeah. And you can actually program it. So every day at 9 p.m., my phone goes into Do Not Disturb mode, which means that no notifications come through. So if folks are calling or texting or if notifications are coming through, I do not see them. When I wake up and I look at my phone for the first time, even if it's after doing my, my daily devotion with the Lord, I see a perfectly clean phone. There's no notifications yelling at me. It's just blank. And it's so weird, but I am not tempted to, to look at them. I just go straight to my calendar because I want to see what, what are the appointments that I have that day. And I also think through what are the tasks that I have that day. Um, and, and by the way, if you are, if you're like me, then it may help you just to, to pause and, and reflect back with, with what you were talking about, Abigail, about drawing near to God. Uh, sometimes when I'm drawing near to God, I'm distracted because things keep popping into my head about, oh, don't forget to, to text so-and-so, or you need to pick that up, uh, from the shop today. Um, and What's helped me is to have a small note card or just something to write on. It, it could be your journal that you're going to write your notes down, but probably you want to have it just be a, a piece of paper. And as those things come to mind, just jot them down and then you can move the paper away and return to reading the scriptures or spending your time in prayer. And again, it's, it's, it's a mental trick that enables, it, it allows your mind to relax and just be fully focused on reading the scriptures or your time of prayer. So if you've done that, then you can bring that back and this fourth step of previewing the day or mapping out the day. And you can, you can make note of the things that, that you need to accomplish that popped into your head and were trying to distract you from the Lord earlier. Mm -hmm. And the last thing I would do is just take um, a few moments to pray through, pray through those appointments, the people that I know that I'm going to see, 
during the day because it's already on the calendar or the activities, the, the projects that I know I need to accomplish and commit that work to the Lord and ask him mm. to go with me throughout the day and cause me to be a blessing, both to the folks that I expect to see, but also people that I don't expect to see, but I know he's going to allow me to cross paths with. And so that's the fourth thing that you could do to win the morning. This typically takes five, maybe five minutes. It does not take very long to uh, to preview the day and to map it out. So people can give that a try. That's really good, Andrew. And I really love the idea of praying over your calendar. Um, I think that gives an intentionality, which we're all looking for, to be more intentional in the harvest. And really our day is spent in the harvest places. And so often I'm just so intent on all the things I need to do that I don't see all the opportunities that the Lord gives. So that's a really great way to bring our minds into focus of what's truly important. Yeah. It's really good. I mean, really, Abigail, all four of these are just choosing to be intentional. Yeah. And so, and so for so many of us, that's a really difficult thing to do, which which I, I don't know why that is. I, I sort of want to call us out that we're just being, I don't know if lazy is the right word, but definitely thoughtless. We're being thoughtless. And, and maybe it's because we think of the end of the day as being sort of free time mm-hmm. where we don't need to be purposeful or thoughtful. And I, I don't want to be that guy that's just, you know, you've got to be intense about every moment of your day. I do think that the way you end your day and the way you start the day, if you can be purposeful about those two bookends, then you can actually be a lot more loose and and responsive during the main part of the day. So whether it's preparing, um, well, I'll let, I'll let you recap it, but all of it is <laughs> is being intentional. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. I mean, you were, you were on a roll. I was going to let you recap <laughs> for everybody, but I can do it now too. So just to recap what we just said, um, t- the number one thing is to just prepare the night before. So especially for those night owls, use that energy and that time to really think out what's coming up and actually prepare. Um, personally, I like to get everything nice and orderly, put away all those toys and those dishes, all that stuff, because morning Abigail will actually really appreciate it. So, um, so definitely prepare the night before, script out that first hour. So think about what's going to happen when you hit that alarm clock, what's going to go down and how can you make that time more effective and more what you want it to look like, um, kind of in line with your priorities. And then the next thing is to draw near to the Lord. I mean, I think that one's pretty obvious, but it's worth repeating over and over again that there is nothing like having that time in the word and in prayer to start our day. Um, it is truly key in being a disciple. So I think that's the maybe one of the biggest ones. And then the last one is to commit the day to the Lord. So, you know, get out the calendar, do whatever it is you need to do to see what's happening on that day, um, the day in front of you, and then really praying about it and asking the Lord to bless it, ask him to open your eyes to the opportunities that you're going to have. Um, and just commit it to the Lord. So those are the four things to make a winning day. So thanks for that great title. Hashtag winning from the Into the Harvest team. Okay, so we want to thank each of you for checking out today's show, and we want to know what you think. So do you already have a morning routine that sets you up for success, or is this something you want to grow in? Let us know in the comments. Um, I want to know if you lay out your clothes. That's really now important to me. So I want to hear about it. Am I the only one who's not doing this? It's going to change your life. I guess I'm going to do this tomorrow. 
probably not. Okay, make sure to describe, subscribe and click on the bell icon um, on YouTube so you'll always be notified when a new episode of the show is coming out. And don't forget that the superpower of the internet is sharing this episode and helping us spread the word. So uh, who do you know that could benefit from this uh high impact habits for the year that we're doing this month and uh, send them the link to this video or to this podcast and share it on facebook thanks everyone we'll see you again next week bye guys bye Abby. bye guys thanks for being part of our community if you find this podcast valuable there are many ways you can support it you can review it on itunes stitcher or wherever you happen to listen to it you can share it on social media with your friends or you can support it directly by visiting our website, intotheharvest.org, clicking on the donate link, and becoming a monthly giving partner. When you do this, you'll receive a thank you package with some great ITH gear. Thank you for supporting the show and helping our small team make a big difference for Jesus. It's listeners like you that make this ministry possible.